Hi, bitch. <laughs> it's been so long. I just started feeling emotional just now. Oh, my God. Come Aww. on. <laughs> it's been like a long time. I know, but we're back. Guess what? We're back. What? Today is my 29th day without alcohol. I'm so proud of myself. Shit. And it looks like I'm drinking a glass of wine right now, but I'm not. I'm drinking a non-alcoholic amaretto sour in a wine glass. Does it taste good? Yeah, it's super sweet. And okay. I just have been like putting everything in a wine glass because it just like, you know, makes me feel like I'm having a drink when I'm not. I mean, you you're glowing. Like your skin is glowing. Your hair looks so thick. Do you feel does Thanks. your body feel different? Physically, I feel great. Yeah, you can you can feel the difference for sure. Yeah. Um, emotionally, I'm a lot better than I was the first like two weeks. Okay. But I don't know. But I've been reading a lot about like what alcohol does to your brain and your body and everything. And like, yeah, for someone who's been like, quote unquote, abusing alcohol for as long as I have, like, yeah. it takes like a year to like for your brain to like go back to getting like normal dopamine levels and stuff. Like yeah, that. like, that's the that's the like yeah. fucked up part about alcohol. I guess so. I guess that makes sense. Because like, did you did you feel depressed? Yeah, for sure. Okay, because I never even think about that. I always think about how people will probably feel better when they stop drinking. But yeah, I guess you crash before you come up. Well, every time after I like party really hard or go on a bender like that, I feel mm -hmm. depressed anyways from like the come down. Yeah. Like I've always gotten really bad come downs. So yeah, you've always had post party that. depression. That's what you always talk about. Whenever that. people tell me they don't <laughs> get that, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like you why must do go I harder than we do. I don't know because I've, I don't, I've never had that, Ugh, but I probably hasn't had, haven't had as exciting, ex as exciting of a life as you have either. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't just like casually go to conventions and go on three day benders. No, <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's not a normal thing for you. <laughs> I can't say that I have. Mm -mm. Oh my God. Not that I wouldn't want to. Sounds like a good time. In the moment know. until like yeah. said, you come down <laughs> after, but what's new with yeah. you? Uh, what is new with me? Just working, like trying to learn a lot. There's a lot of like intricacy, obviously with like construction, renovation and stuff like that. So kind of like learning a lot of that and figuring out what my position really entails in the company that I'm working for, but I still really like it, which is good. Um, and what else is going I mean, Alex is like doing so much stuff. I can't keep track. And I'm like, everything is so expensive. Oh my God. Like, it's like, oh, I need X amount of dollars for this. I need X amount of dollars for this. She's doing like speech competitions. Um, We just got her a dog. You saw the pictures of the puppy mm -hmm. in the group chat. He's so freaking cute. And he is her Tourette's service dog. The, I mean, he's incredibly well-behaved. It's insane. I've never seen a puppy this well behaved, probably except for Lux. And even still, he's probably better behaved than Lux was mm -hmm. as a puppy. Um, we went to see a movie last night. AMC had this like secret movie screening mm -hmm. and it was like $5 a person. It was like they didn't release the name of the movie or any information, just that it hadn't been in theaters yet. And it was like a cheap movie. And so we went and he sat right between us on the, you know, recliner chairs and just 
laid down and was good the whole movie. It blows my mind. So what was the movie? Um, It was called American Fiction. It was so good. Um, And what I really liked about it is if I had been scrolling through, it should be like on Netflix or something soon because I was looking up about it. Um, but it has like a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was fantastic. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross was in it. Uh, Sterling K. Brown. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of people in it. It was really good. Um, but it's basically about this writer who's like an incredibly talented writer who happens to be black as well. And how he gets frustrated when black authors are like are like pandering to an audience to like a white audience basically and uh writing books about thugs and stuff like that and and how they get like forced into this little niche of like uh, african-american writers writing about african-american things and it's like i'm just a talented writer i can write about anything i don't have to write about the streets or whatever you know Mm -hmm. it's hard to explain it was a fantastic movie it was so good um, Alex and Ryan were kind of like, mm, it's all right. And I was like, I loved it. I thought it was great. But I never like if I had read, you know, oh, there's a writer, blah, blah, blah. And I I would have been like, mm, I probably wouldn't have watched it. But I did like the fact that like I went, I was excited and I didn't know what movie was gonna be, and I loved it. So highly recommend. It's called American Fiction. It should be on Netflix soon. That's awesome. Really the, good. The next movie I really want to go see soon like hopefully this week is that movie Saltburn have you heard of this I have I've seen the trailer just in watching for other movies and I don't really know what it's about I can't quite tell so, so Jacob Elordi is the star and like honestly right. that man is so fucking fine He's like so attractive he could be in the worst movie in the world and I'd still watch You're it still all the way through just to just to look at him, him right yeah. yeah, he's like the one guy I feel like everyone agrees on. Like most, yes. There's a lot of guys we don't agree on, but he's one that like every fucking I know because who's attracted you po- to men will agree <laughs> like, on. You posted that picture of Randy Orton, and you're like, "This is like the perfect looking man," and I was like, "Oh my god, mm, okay. are you joking? Those quads." <laughs> I oh mean, he's god. definitely like the buff juice head for sure. Well, he just returned on Saturday night after being out for a year and a half. He had to get back surgery um, and he was never that big. Like he he's been like juicing it up. I know he looks bigger than he has been before. But yeah. So, okay, that's crazy to me that you would go have back surgery and then return to wrestling. I feel like he should have retired. People people break their necks and return like people. People return after like having seizures and severe head issues and stuff like but professional wrestling is a very dark uh, and interesting sport, if you will. Yeah. Well, and then once you have back surgery, you have to you typically have to have it again. Like Ryan had his back surgery in 2017 and just the past couple of weeks, he's been like, my back is hurting so bad. I am in so much pain. And I'm like, shit. You're going to have to go get another surgery soon. Ah, it's scary. It's crazy. You know, it's like one of those things that anything can go wrong. So I just feel like it's crazy to me that you would go have a back surgery and then get back in the ring. But also, like, they are, like, top-tier athletes. Like, their physical condition is 
in my opinion, even better than like uh, actual quote unquote athletes, like like NFL players and NBA players and stuff, just because right. they don't get an off season. They're wrestling all year round. That's true. Multiple yeah. Days a week. It's not like the NFL where it's only one day a week. It's almost yeah. every day in the week. And, um, you know, you have to be in absolute top condition to do that. Not a lot of people can get there. And he's been doing it since he was 18 years old. I know. He's like, but in, how his old is he? like, he's like in his mid forties now. Oh, after the match, he was like, he was like, I got 10 more years in me. I was like, I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I mean, so so are they right? Um, Are they wrestling every night because they're touring or is wrestling on TV like every night? Wrestling's on TV two nights a week, sometimes three when there's like a pay-per-view and then they do non-televised shows. Right. And, you know, I'm. I was about to say all around the country, but it's really all over the world. They go everywhere in the world. Right. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, I've seen the crowds at, I mean, I remember, like I have told you before, my cousins were like crazy wrestling fans in the nineties. And it, I just remember thinking it was such an obscure passion, but then getting older now, when you would think it'd be less popular than it used to be, I've seen the crowds and the photos and the videos and like, holy shit, legitimate, like huge fans. Yeah. They they sell out arenas. They sell out arenas. Yeah. Good for them. Good for you wrestlers. Keep wrestling. Yeah. So back to Jacob (laughs) Alordi. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I don't know much about this movie either, and I don't want to know too much more about right. it, but I've been just seeing all over TikTok, you know, people saying like, like when you go to the movie theater just for Jacob Elordi, but you leave scarred for life and people are Ooh, saying it's like, I like that deeply disturbing and really creepy. And then I've heard and it's also set in the early 2000s, which I love. And also people are saying like um, it was written and directed and everything produced by a woman. And so I guess the concept of the story is like um, like how women were kind of uh, objectified heavily Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s. I guess it's like role reversal where they're doing that to a man. And okay. All I know is from what I've seen in the trailer where Jacob Elordi's character brings this other guy in and it's it seems like a cult type situation. Like I said, Ooh. I don't know. I don't want to know too much because I want to kind of go in as blind as possible. But any yeah. movie that's considered like good and disturbing. I love that, it. I'm in. I'm in. Exactly. I know. I So I have seen the trailer once or twice in seeing other movies. And I remember watching it and then going, I have no idea what that movie is about. I mean, I just like I see hot people in a mansion in a pool and that's all I know. But again, I like not knowing now because I'm tired of knowing everything. And yeah, you need to stay off surprise. the internet. <laughs> I do. I do. The same thing with like Five Nights at Freddy's. Like we watch Five Nights at Freddy's. Skip it. It's not good. Um, But we watched it on like Paramount or no Peacock. And Alex was so disappointed. She's like, I've been waiting for this movie for five years. First of all, it was PG-13. Like anytime there's a horror movie that's PG-13, I'm out. I'm out. Um, But I accidentally came across the reveal on Reddit 
before I saw the movie. And mm. so I knew the whole time and it just ruined it for me. So I'm like, I do. I have to stay away from like trailers, anything, because I always end up getting spoiled and then I just don't enjoy things. But I hope it is a culty movie because I am totally into that. And I think I'll have to see it too. Is that out already? Mm-hmm. It is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, uh... I might go see it next Tuesday when it, the tickets are cheap. I yeah I googled it it's playing in Calgary so I asked Amanda if she wanted to go with me so hopefully Ooh. hopefully she listens to this episode and is like super intrigued by everything yes. I just said <laughs> I will love to hear either a thumbs up or thumbs down from you and nothing more <laughs> I I can't wait um speaking of disturbing movies should I uh talk about terrifier three possibly these these potential spoilers that got deleted from reddit within 30 seconds but of course i got the screen cap uh okay that's just who i am as a person so this is all just speculation i don't know any of this but it seems like um this is like i don't know what it's called like an audition like all there's a casting call casting call thank you so it's like um so it's like character names and like the age range. Okay. Um, so it from these, it seems like it's going to be taking place in a college setting. It seems like Jonathan is going to be in college okay. because if these are real, like I said, this is only speculation. They're casting for his roommate and his roommate's girlfriend. And, okay. and it seems like they're going to be taken in by their aunt and uncle because it's casting a aunt and uncle situation for Sienna and Jonathan and it's also casting um a young girl who's supposed to be like the cousin a 12 to 15 year old possibly and that's under supporting lead and remember I said no 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 she's her own thing this is this is going to be a character named Gabby allegedly okay and um, remember when I said in the Terrifier panel at the convention I mm-hmm. went to, David said there's going to be two final girls. Yeah, he slipped. So, uh, so okay. yeah, college setting Christmas movie. Yeah. And there's like, um, you know, there's like descriptions for these characters or whatever, like who really cares. But the the college kids, it says like semi um, semi nude scene back buttocks required. Ooh. So we're going to see some okay, sex. So college setting Christmas movie means the kids that don't get to go home for Christmas will never probably never go home again. Because you have to think like college campus, it's probably going to be pretty empty during oh, Christmas time. I would love it. I'd love to see art fucking destroy some obnoxious college kids, some oh frat God, boys. Right? I would love that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. I wonder how, why they got, how and why it got deleted so fast. Because if it's a casting call that's like out there on the internet for people to show up and audition for. Why would it be deleted from Reddit? Because that because I don't think that's like public, right? Like that's only on like actors access and stuff like that for well, like so actual like, actors. So I was actually looking at the back page, not back page, backstage, <laughs> back page. <laughs> I was not looking at back page. Okay, backstage 
is used to be a magazine and that would have all the casting calls and stuff in it. And now it's all online. And there was like some ad that came up on my Facebook and I, I pulled it open. And so you can, um, you can subscribe to it. I think anybody can subscribe to that. So you pay whatever your monthly fee is. You have access to the audition information. So I feel like that's like public or just subscriber information. I don't know. Unless, unless backstage has some kind of little thing in their in their agreement, their service agreement that says like, you're not allowed to share this outside of backstage, backstage subscribers. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows if it's even real, right? Like any dipshit could have typed that up. It sounds like it could be real for sure. I don't know. I'm excited. I don't want anything. It's going to be the release date so far is October 2024 on Halloween weekend. I feel like they should have waited till December. I think it's smart because not only will they get the for the movie theater sales, they'll get like the um the Halloween the people who go to see scary movies on Halloween. Right. But then when the DVD comes out in December, they'll right. get the that's Christmas perfect. sales. Yep, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, that does make more sense. Okay. Yep. I love it. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Um, okay. I have a few other things I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Matt Reif? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Okay, I'm what are your thoughts hear. on this man? First he's everywhere all, right now. Yes, he's so pretty. He's typically his crowd work is really good. And he's funny and he's hot and he's all of these things. Um, I did watch the special and I have a very different opinion than you do. So... I actually would encourage you to keep watching because I did feel like the first there's like no crowd work in the show, which I think he was trying to say like, Hey, that's not all I can do. I can do stand up as well. Um, I think he could have added some in there. The first five to 10 minutes were pretty rocky, but I think that sometimes that happens with comedy specials. I think sometimes it takes like a few minutes to settle in And then after that, I laughed out loud a lot. I thought the special was so funny. And even Ryan laughed a lot. And we really enjoyed it. But we also, like, don't mind offensive humor. So I really enjoyed it. It wasn't that I found his humor offensive. Right. I didn't think so. Yeah. No, that's not my issue. I The more offensive, the better when it comes to comedy with me, honestly. Um, it, I just thought his jokes were lazy and not funny. Like I just okay. didn't find him funny at all. So instead I decided to throw on, uh, yield reliable who is Russell <laughs> Peters, a Canadian icon. That motherfucker is funny. I don't think I ever thought he was funny, but okay, I might but here's the thing. to revisit that. If, if you're not from the greater Toronto area, you okay. probably wouldn't find him funny because his one Netflix special is set in Toronto. And uh-huh. so all he does is ask people like where they're from and make fun of where they're from. So if you're not from that area and you're watching that, you'd be like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Okay. And that also makes he makes fun of like 
Indian culture and brown people a lot and stuff. And that's his thing. He focuses on race. And I feel like um, 